0: today 47 of season two of Shaped by the Word. I think I've probably gone this whole week without telling you who is at the table. Uh, So as we come to Friday, I'm Paul Kemp here with Cindy Kemp and Katie Kriske and Matt Kriske and uh, we have been uh, stealthily with you the whole week and uh, now we finally reveal ourselves at the end of the week. So all of that, never mind those comments. We find ourselves in the middle of, uh, you know, the uh, the largest section of Genesis, which you know accounts, you know Joseph's you know life, and uh, how God is making a preparation for His people for their future, and is taking turns that are surprising to us. Surprising in the people that God has chosen, uh, even the character of Joseph early on. Surprising in the depths to which it has taken him, and it's you uh, know also interesting how God has met him with grace in every one of those depths. And that every one of those situations you find, you know, not just uh, the dour uh, loneliness of the tragedy that's happening, you know, to Joseph, you find the grace of God making the most of the situation and moving the story forward to his ultimate uh, exaltation and redemption of his family. So we come to uh, chapter 40. We found Joseph being cast out of Potiphar's house into prison, but even in prison he, is, he has thrived. And here is the moment. Uh, for which he was uh, he was placed in prison, Genesis chapter 40. Before we uh, read this, let's offer this moment you know, to the Lord. Matt, do you mind lifting us up with prayer?
1: Yeah, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the grace that we have in Christ Jesus. And, and Father, we do uh, thank you for the, the means by which we're able to read together as your body to be encouraged and equipped and, and built up in Christ. Uh, Father, we ask as we read this um, that we would... Um, we would behold you, we would marvel, we would worship, uh, Father, that we wouldn't just read to, to be enlightened about more facts, but that we would be um, edified, that we would grow in our knowledge of you and our relationship with you. Uh, Father, we thank you that you are a relational God, a, a God who has pursued us, who delights in us, um, who longs to, um, for us to enter into to the joy of, of your presence. And so, Father, help us to, to do that uh, today, to enter into the joy of a fellowship with you it's in christ's name we pray amen
0: sometime later and that must have felt like a long time to joseph sometime later the cupbearer and the baker of the king of egypt defended their master the king of egypt pharaoh was angry with his two officials the chief cupbearer and the chief baker and put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard the same prison where joseph was confined the captain of the guard assigned them to joseph and he attended them after they had been in custody for some time Each of the two men, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were being held in prison, had a dream the same night, and each dream had a meaning of its own. When Joseph came to them the next morning, he saw that they were dejected, so he asked Pharaoh's officials, who were in custody with him in his master's house, why do you look so sad today? Both of them had dreams, both of us, we both had dreams, they answered, but there is no one to interpret them. Then Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Tell me your dreams. So the chief cupbearer told Joseph his dream. He said to him, In my dream I saw a vine in front of me, and on the vine were three branches. As soon as it budded, it blossomed, and its clusters ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes, squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup, and put the cup in his hand. This is what it means, Joseph said to them. The three branches are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position and will put Pharaoh's cup in his, in his hand, just as you used to do when you were his cupbearer. But when all goes well with you, remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison. I was forcibly carried off from the land of the Hebrews, and even here I've done nothing to deserve being put in a dungeon. When the chief baker saw that Joseph had given a favorable interpretation, he said to Joseph, I too had the dream. On my head were three baskets of bread. The top baskets were all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh, but the birds were eating them out of the basket on my head. This is what it means, Joseph said. The three baskets are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift off your head and impale your body on a pole, and the birds will eat away your flesh. Now the third day was Pharaoh's birthday. And he gave a feast for his officials he lifted up the heads of the chief cupbearer and the chief baker in the presence of his officials he restored the cup baker to the cupbearer to his position so that he once again put the cup into pharaoh's hand but he impaled the chief baker just if joseph had said to them in his interpretation chief cupbearer however did not remember joseph he forgot him mm. and those are lonely words you know yeah, at the end okay. of the text mm-hmm. you know to to be forgotten mm-hmm. and uh, what a unique moment in this you have no idea why the chief baker thought that there could possibly be a good interpretation <laughs> to his dream where he had uh, baked goods for pharaoh and the birds got them instead that never sounds like a good <laughs> like good prospect uh, for all of it and
2: i really like the wordplay that is used here um, of the lifting up of the cupbearer's head and the lifting off of the baker's head which i thought was really clever but and, also and that's an, that's an
0: english flourish it's simply the phrase in both instances to lift, lift up, up. Uh, one is to lift up and honor and the other is to sever
2: mm-hmm. dishonor and
0: it is a it is kind of an it is an interesting word word plot that's not always been present you know in our english translations mm-hmm. and that does a good job to lift up and to lift off
2: mm-hmm
1: an interesting, uh, it's just a whole, I mean, again, we've mentioned this some, but Joseph, again, finds himself in unlikely circumstances. Sometime later, we don't ha- get the time. You know, he's in there. The one who has the dream is now interpreting dreams. And, yeah, I wonder, just personally, just reading into it a little bit and thinking through Joseph's situation, but how many times he's thinking, did I misinterpret the dream that I had? I <laughs> mean, you know, I can interpret others, but I can't interpret mine. No,
0: yeah. there, there there is, uh, all of this has started with dreams, and of course yeah. it is, uh, reaching, you know, its, its pinnacle in dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Joseph immediately recognizes that, you know, God has given him, you know, an, an ability here, you know, to in, in, interpret dreams. And, uh, you know, as we read the text, the text is just happening, you know, and it's very succinct Hebrew storytelling, and we easily move from one event to the other. But you hear these time signatures sometime later, mm-hmm. and after they have been in custody for some time. And you see this, you know, you know, dragging out. Of course, when we go to chapter 41, it'll be two whole years, you know, pass before mm-hmm. this even enters, you know, again, uh, into the cupbearer's you know, mind. Mm-hmm. So the time is, you know, even though the events are in Joseph's favor, the time has to be much different on his side of the text than on our side of the text.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I can't even imagine what he must be thinking as he looks back over his life because, I think probably to him in his mind, everything was unfair, you know, whether he was thrown into a cistern or sold off or you know sent to prison, and then even now forgotten about it. everything you know, I'm sure felt like it was done to him, but yet to when he remember makes it,
1: mention of that a little bit right? yeah, yeah, was, exactly. I was forcibly carried off from the land of yeah um you know from the land of the Hebrews, and even then I've done nothing to deserve being put in this dungeon, yeah I,
0: you're getting yeah. a, getting a little bit of that there. And interestingly enough, the word for dungeon is the same word mm-hmm. uh, yes. as the word uh, for cistern.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I've been thrown in this hole in the ground, mm-hmm. you know, and the same mm-hmm. thing that his brothers had done to him, in throwing him in the cistern. Uh, Potiphar had yeah. done to him, in throwing him in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not so sure that it was. We, you know, many many ancient dungeons were pits, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm not sure you know whether it was or not, or whether he's you know using a wordplay. You know, let talk about the circumstances that he found himself in.
2: I just, verse 23, the very end, um, that um, the cupbearer forgot him. I want to just add, you know, we don't we don't need to add to scripture, but uh, I just want to <laughs> say, but <laughs> God didn't, right? <laughs> like, um, parentheses, that, yeah, in parentheses. <laughs> side note um, mm-hmm. that, that God didn't, God has not forgotten him, mm-hmm. um, as he d- he never forgets his people, and he never forgets his plan, mm-hmm. and this is all a part of the plan. Um, it's mm-hmm. just hard to see in the middle of it. I mean we we've said that throughout the week but in the middle of it we have to just what is it that you say Matt that when we don't see his hand we trust, trust his, his heart, heart. Um, that we need to to trust that God has a heart yeah. for us But mm-hmm. we not
0: only trust his you know we trust his heart we trust his hand as well as well yeah. because uh, mm-hmm. uh, actually in in not remembering the timing is actually absolutely perfect, perfect. if he had introduced him to you, Pharaoh, apart from the events that eventually bring him into Pharaoh's presence, it would have been a very, you know, different outcome. So this, you know, so this passing of time is also very necessary for God working out His will in His way and, 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 and His timing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so God is, God is, you know, even, God is even remembering him, and the cupbearer's forgetting. That's so true. Mm-hmm. You know, which is which is you know, mm-hmm. which is a part of it.
2: I think sometimes it's easy to focus on the central character here and think, poor Joseph, the waiting. But if we understand that the Lord is working in so many other hearts and that he's accomplishing all of this together and he's moving it to a place where for such a time as this, if you will, that it's just perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Level. Even
0: though we move ourselves way ahead <laughs> into the Persian Kingdom, in order to you know, grab that phrase, <laughs> it is for <laughs> such a time as this. But yeah, no, it, it you know, that this certainly God is working. You know, and and, and again, you know, it, it reminds us because we will uh, doubtful any of us will ever experience anything close to this kind of level of tragedy, betrayal. Uh, you know that, is, that you know that's taking place here, but we will have moments where it feels like we're stuck. Mm-hmm. And uh, where, uh, you know, uh, things are not, you know, working, are not going according to plan. And that is where we have confidence, you know, when we say, when we talk about the main character. The main character is never, uh, you know, is is never the person who's jumping off the page. Most of us, the main character is also God and what he is, what he is and doing and mm-hmm. what he is working in and through the, in and through this when mm-hmm. we look at Scripture.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But in in the author is bringing us closer and closer to Pharaoh. You know when we see, kind of Genesis thirty seven after he's Mm -hmm. sold, you know we get this kind of passing phrase. It was one of Pharaoh's officials. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and and you're kind of getting the hint that Pharaoh's going to come into play here. And and as we get closer to Pharaoh, I mean his name is mentioned time and time and time again through this chapter. Mm -hmm. I I think it's interesting too that. we don't get an affirmation it's it's implied if we've been reading the story carefully but an affirmation that god is with joseph here you know we we get that last note that because the lord was with joseph he gave him success in whatever he did and then sometime later and there's no affirmation of like of of god you know again Mm -hmm. affirming that he is with him Um, we just get and he forgot him but yeah, as those who then were,
0: he the um, cupbearer, forgot him. Right, not as Katie, yeah, yeah. as Kitty has already the pointed out, forgot <laughs> him, but God did not. Yeah, God, God did. <laughs> you know, it is, is. but it's just <laughs> reading carefully, and
1: yeah. uh, we we know that God has not forgotten Joseph, and mm-hmm. He will not leave him yeah. there. Um, but it, it is kind of building the tension a little bit. Of mm-hmm. you no, know, it, it, it would be
0: great on. if we could read these stories for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if we could, you know, uh, you know, we've, we've called this season the drama of Scripture, if we could sense the unfolding mm-hmm. in a drama that, uh, uh, you know, that, that right now we all we see is tragedy, but he is indeed, you know, God's hand is moving him step by step to exactly where he wants him to be at exactly the time that he wants him to be there. And, of course, we'll later hear from, you know, Joseph on words that God has orchestrated this, you know, for the saving of many lives. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, that leads us to a deeper tragedy, and to a deeper injustice, uh, into your, uh, one who, you know, was not, uh, whose head was lifted by the king in order to impale him on a cross. And uh, through that, uh, God mm-hmm. is also bringing about the saving of, of many lives. And so, this is a picture of God's, you know, of God's salvation in spite of injustice, mm-hmm. you know, that's happening all all around them. all right well that brings us to the end of the week remember we have some psalms for you to read on the weekend uh just you know as I've you know if you, uh, we've given you a catch-up day to help you know work through scripture psalms just as a uh, a way to prepare your heart you know for worship as you read through the psalter and of course we do look forward to worshiping with you in community on sunday uh, as we uh, uh reflect on the beauty of who god is and we offer ourselves to him in praise and hear his word and the word of being you and know, being shaped by the word continues and in that moment heavenly father you're a good and a gracious God a holy God you've given us good gifts we thank you for scripture we thank you that it is your heartbeat and this is your very breath and, and we thank you that your word never returns to you without accomplishing your purposes and we do pray That in the moments that uh, we read the story together, in the moments that we worship together, in the moments we meditate on the Psalms, uh, in our secret places alone, uh, that you would continue to do your work in us, shaping us, uh, redeeming us, stirring our affections for you and setting our hope on the sure future that you have for us. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen.